Hey guys. We're here. We're here. Finally. Yeah. Um, hey guys. <laughs> we have been having technical difficulties for the past two hours. The past two hours. We tried out how many different audio interfaces did we try out? Well, last week, this was okay. Here's an update on the fucking audio issue because we posted on our Instagram that we need money <laughs> because we need yeah. we need our own equipment because we're using every, the schools. So yeah, I don't know. The thing is, we were using a Zoom field recorder handheld one. Mm-hmm. We wanted the F6. We tried the F6. That one didn't work. Well, our Zoom didn't work. That's why our audio has been shitty. So if the audio has been shitty, yes. it's not our fault. The thing was fucked it's up. The equipment. Yeah, um, but. But we're wow. here. We're here. We're going to record two episodes today. It's really frustrating because we had this whole, we had all these things planned for October. And now we're, it's nearly the last week of October and uh, we're behind. But it's okay. We're still doing it. We're doing it. And we we're, just, li- we're, we're living up to our fall dreams. I, we I are. Feel like. We're, there, we're yes. doing the, we're doing the most. Yeah. You, what's, you, well, you were going to tell me I was going to tell you, what's yeah. Your story? I had a weird little night last night. I did as well. Um, so we watched Blair Witch. We smoked a joint and then watched Blair Witch. Great. We time. smoked like three fourths of a joint. Yeah, not even a full together. Time. Yes. Then we watched Blair Witch. Great movie. Holds nice. up. And I will be talking about that. Too. Yeah. So. so yesterday I like didn't eat that much for the whole day. I didn't either. And I didn't I ate really breakfast feel like and it. then I and then I ate dinner like eight o'clock when I got. Yeah, home. I didn't. I didn't have any big meal the whole day. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what was up with me, but I just wasn't that hungry yesterday. And then, um, but then in the middle of the night. <laughs> Well, so I went to bed at like eleven thirty, or yeah, yeah, and then I was just tossing and turning. I was like a little scared. I was like kind of free. I felt like how we how I felt after we watched The Shining. Like th- that yes. night, we I was like Loki was really yeah, scared, but I, I was also reading... high both nights. So like I think yeah, it was the just the lingering like, high, the lingering high of just like the paranoia made me really scared because I don't get scared from fucking movies. I usually don't either. Rarely. I and I've seen that movie multiple times, so I don't know why I was getting kind of scared. Loki Blair, which is not that scary. Like l- let's be honest. No. Let's just be I've seen much it. scarier things. But I'll get into it. I'll get into it today. Oh, you will. Um, but anyway, I was just tossing and turning, couldn't sleep. But then I realized I was starving. That always happens at night. I was Whenever like, I can't that's sleep, I'm like, why? wait, I'm fucking hungry. Yeah, I'm like, I just need to eat. I'm getting up. So I got up at 1 a.m. <laughs> stumbled to the kitchen, <laughs> poured myself some Rice Krispies. Okay. Um, And then it kind of like... I w- it was dark in there. I didn't want to turn on any lights, and so I spilled a bunch on the floor. I don't know oh if you noticed God. that this morning. I was in the I wasn't in the kitchen this morning because I ate okay. a bar for breakfast. And, okay, like, coffee. Because so I, like, I didn't I, like, go ki- in. I was like, I'm not fucking sweeping that up right now. So I just kicked it under the <laughs> the cabinets. Wait, when did you clean it up then? This morning. Okay, yeah, I, you. Because <laughs> I was like I got home asleep, at like, like nine thirty, yeah. and I go into my room. <laughs> I sit down with my bowl. I'm just like did sitting spill, on the side of my bed. Have you ever spilled cereal on your bed? No, I've done that, and I've also spilled tea on my bed. That's Not coffee, horrible. but cereal and fucking tea. Dude, that's horrific. I know. Um, and then I'm just sitting there, like at the edge of my bed, looking at myself in the mirror, because <laughs> we have clo- <laughs> we have our, our closets have mirrors on them, and I was just so like, because like, I was like, I, was like I can't become. look at my I, look, I can't look at my phone right now. I was like, this is just too. It's too. I don't want to look at my phone. It's too late. So I was just I, like, that'll just <laughs> mess up your circadian rhythms. Exactly. And I, I was like, <laughs> I realized how hungry I was. I was devouring. <laughs> and then i felt ill like halfway through i was like i thought i was gonna puke i was like oh i ate too fast i think i think i shocked my stomach because my stomach was like i was hungry but i had nothing in it anyway the point is (laughs) i had shocked my stomach in the all of a sudden i thought i was gonna puke i went to the bathroom and i was like i'm either gonna puke or i'm gonna poop (laughs) and i i didn't do either i was fine 
Okay. Then I just went to bed. But it was just a strange vibe. Um, I just felt really weird. I, I felt I felt strange. really weird after watching Blair Witch. Yeah. I felt really weird after watching Blair Witch, and I felt really weird after watching The Shining. Yeah, me too. I think too. it was the weed mixed Ooh. with a horror movie. Anyway, um, what's going on with you? Here's my life update. That was your life update? My weird night. <laughs> um, really nothing much. Here's my, here's the perks. Raps, guys. I've really been into raps. Making raps. Oh, the right. food. Right, right. Um, that's been my lunch every week. If you want my wrap recipe, it's delicious. It's divine. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, it's been making me happy. I'm glad. Also, what else did I write down? Oh, because last time we were, we were going to record this. This is our second, well, no, this is our first time recording this one. We recorded last week and got all fucked up. Yeah. But we did tell the story of my stage diving, my newfound love oh, right, of yeah. stage diving and crowd surfing. Yeah, right. So that's a new part of my identity. <laughs> and that makes sense for you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy for you. Yeah, I'm ha- that makes me happy. Yeah. Um, the Replacements just released a remastering of the album Tim, and I listened to it yesterday. Shivers. It's the simple things in Dude, it. It, it <laughs> is. It really is. So that's... Um, that's my life. I have an update. That's what's making me happy. Oh, that's that's really sweet. That's making you happy, girl. Um, we went to the Wahanet house. Oh, we did. That was I forgot awesome about fun. that. That, that was, was fun. Slay. Yeah. Honestly, though, there were some points. Well, it was amazing production. If you guys are in Denver, go to Frightmare Compound. Yeah, it and it's like nice. family owned and operated. Yeah, I felt I felt good. So it's like I left him a review. <laughs> you left a review. Yeah, Wait, I, they they and they responded to it. Whoa. Because remember she said she was like, they'll respond to it. They love reading those. I've never um, left a review in my life. Oh, my God. Where is it? It was so funny. Google Maps. Okay, here it is. I said, this is my review. The production, question mark, question mark, all, all caps, top tier, amazing, period, super spooky and scary. <laughs> and they responded, yes, with three exclamation marks. Thank you, Tony. We love this review. Happy Halloween. Oh. <laughs> I know. So I love sweet. That. But what are we talking about today? Talking about movies. We are. We're talking about found footage films, um, a staple of the spooky genre. Of course. Like, where do you see that elsewhere? It's only in scary movies. I You're so think... right. Right. Should I start? Because I have some background on For found sure. footage films. Please begin. Okay. So before I get into my movie, let's talk about found footage and how it became a whole genre. Yes. Um, historians credit, this is an Italian name, please forgive me, Ruggero Dead. Uh, 1980 film, Cannibal Holocaust. Have you heard about Cannibal Holocaust? No. Is it Italian? Um, yes, it's Italian with subtitles. Um, cool. And it was the first, they, they credit that as the first found footage movie. Um, it's basically about this professor on a rescue mission in the Amazon who like stumbles across lost film. Really Blair Witch, like Blair Witch definitely pulled from this because it's like this guy goes out, there's these people missing, he's trying to find them, finds this footage of them. Um, and it's basically these like documentarians who are going out and studying a region of the Amazon where there's like this indigenous cannibalistic tribe. Ooh. And their shit gets fucked <gasps> up. Have you seen it? No. My I remember like my family watching it when I was young and they were like, it's one of those movies that was like too mm. much for me to watch. But also it's in Italian, so it's like hard to Ooh, I want to watch, watch it. I would totally watch it. Um so I kind of get into it. The movie was inspired by the Italian media coverage of the Red Brigade's terrorism. Have you heard of that? No. It's this Marxist-Leninist organization in the 80s who is operating as, like, a far-left terrorist group in Italy. Mm. Um, they're credited for a ton of violent acts, notably kidnapping and murdering the prime minister Whoa. at the time, Aldo Moro. Uh, the group wanted to create a revolutionary state in Italy, and they, like, wanted to be removed from NATO and whatever. I don't know. Politics shit, but they were wild and out. So he used that as, like, inspiration as, like, you know how horror does. as like, a reflection of society. Cultural like, anxiety. Yeah, you're in horror films, bitch. Um, but basically, though, uh, 
Dodato believed that this news coverage was staged and it became a driving force for the ideas and cannibal holocaust. That comes up a lot. Hmm. Um, so although the movie I'm talking about, Blair Witch, was not the first found footage film, it did popularize the genre and pave the way for following found footage movies, including Paranormal Activity, Creep, which we did watch, As Above, So Below, which we've also oh, watched, I forgot that um, Cloverfield, VHS, and I think Unfriended, which came out in, which they used that as like a, it was like a FaceTime Oh, I remember thing, Unfriended. And that was like the modern, did he put his hand in a blender? Yes! <laughs> I saw that in theaters. Did you really? Oh yeah, girl. I didn't see it in theaters. It I don't even bad. know if I watched the full thing. I think I'm, I might have just only seen the, the trailer. It's bad, but it's a cool idea, because it's all... Online. Everything that is, is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the movie I'm talking about is The Blair Witch Project. Yay! So The Blair Witch Project is a 1999 horror movie, specifically in the genre of found footage, as we're talking about. Yep. Written, directed, and edited by Daniel Myrick and Eduardo Sanchez. Um, the movie follows three fictional student filmmakers. Fictional is the key word here. Mm-hmm. Heather Donahue, played by um, Heather Donahue. Oh. Um, Michael C. Williams, played by... Michael Mike Williams, played by Michael Williams. That's um, the same with Paranormal Activity. Joshua Leonard, names. yeah, played yeah. by Joshua, Josh Leonard. So that's, I'll get more into it and like their production and all the filming. Because that's what makes this movie like so crazy is all the marketing around it and like the filming and production. Mm. So I'm going to get into it. Right. But basically, the three students go into the forest um, of Black Hills in Burkittsville, Maryland in 1994 to film a documentary about the local myth of the town, the Blair Witch. The Blair Witch. So they go into the town, they interview some residents there to kind of get the lore of the Blair Witch. Mm -hmm. They learn that she was basically the spirit of like an exiled witch, you know, fucking Maryland and burning of witches. Oh, yeah. Um, Who, for the most part, is like an urban legend that parents like tell their kids to like scare them into behaving like the Blair Witch is going to get you, you know, that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Um, Yet many of the townspeople have come to blame several horrific events on the witch. So the first one that they hear about is the murder of seven children in the 1940s. And basically the guy would take two kids down at a time into the basement and have one facing the corner wall while he killed the other one, Mm. which comes into play later, which is why I'm saying it. (laughs) But so it's just like a creepy fucked up lore that they learn. The ritualistic murder of several men that happened in the forest at Coffin Rock. And then one of the townswomen in the 1800s who wandered off into the woods and then came back talking about a woman whose feet never touched the ground. So the witch is said to, like, reside in the woods, and the gang basically, they plan to hike up to Coffin Rock and just document kind of the weird shit that they are expecting to happen to them. And, you know, they're kind of trying to get footage for their documentary. Mm-hmm. So on their way, they come across a bunch of pile of rocks called, I looked this up, they call them Cairnies? C-A-I-R-N-E-S. Hmm. That's, like, what the pile of rocks are called, and they're used to mark, like, burial sites. So Josh, this fucker, accidentally knocks one over, and that's when shit goes crazy. They start hearing weird noises, their tent being rattled, (gasps) weird fucking sticks in the tree. Like, very eerie, occult-type shit. Yeah. But nothing, no jump scares, nothing crazy happening, but it's just the the vibes of it are really spooky. Yeah. Very spooky. So that all happens, and towards the end, Josh goes missing because there's this ectoplasmic shit on his bag. Mm. and then he goes missing and they're all tripping out mm-hmm. i'm not gonna get into all the details of the movie because i feel like you have to just watch it to like yeah, really get into definitely. it but towards the end they find this like old house that's like basically is implied that it's the house of the 
man who killed the seven children. There's, like, handprints on the wall and shit. Mm -hmm. And the last shot that we get is of Mike standing in the corner before the camera falls down. And that's, like, the end of the movie. Because, like, he was turned away while... Yeah. Whoever whoever killed Heather. Yeah. So it's basically implying that, like, this witch is kind of, like, haunting this town and this forest. And it's, like, all this, like, evil energy, like, possessing people and making horrible shit happen. Right. Because wasn't it, like, the the witch was supposed to have sort of possessed the guy who murdered all those children? Yeah. That's what I think they're implying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they also talk about, like, seeing her as, like, a spirit figure, like a too. Like hairy, hairy spirit. Yeah, that Mary, that Mary Brown bitch, the crazy bitch like, of the town. bitch was covered in hair. <laughs> she said, that bitch opened her shawl and she was And hairy. she was hairy like a <laughs> horse. horse. She said horse. I was like, girl, huh? Um, but yeah, I think the, the biggest thing that, like, makes it scary is... Just, like, the vibes of it. And found footage is scary in this way of, of just, like, you're so immersed in it. Yeah. Where, like, it's not always, like, jump scares and stuff, but it's just, like, not knowing. It's, like, your imagination is running wild because they're not showing you everything that's happening. You never see the Blair Witch never. in the movie. No. So your imagination is just, like, kind of running about, like, what does she really look like or what is happening to these people? Yeah. Is, what, is it psychologically she's fucking with them or is this really yeah, happening? Yeah, like, or is this like, even happening? Yeah. Or is this whole thing? Because when we were watching it, we were, like. I'm going crazy. We're, like, wouldn't people be, like, looking for them by now? Like, it seems like the sunset. And Rose, like, about five times in that movie. But then we were like, well, the witch has the, like, capacity to basically, like, possess people. So she could fuck with their mind. And And it's just, like, been a few hours. fucked with. Yeah, Yeah. it could be, like, a few hours. Yeah. So who knows? (gasps) But, yeah, so that's basically the background of the movie, what it's about. The biggest thing about it, though, was the insane publicity stunt. Have you heard about anything about the marketing of this movie? Oh, my God. Okay, let me get into it. It's fucking crazy. It borders on, like, is this moral like ethically okay like is this allowed no i'm serious and the production of it too like the filming so basically the movie was promoted as a real investigative project oh. um they casted new actors to the scene who like no one knew of and all this stuff and when it premiered at the sundance film festival in 99 the actors were listed as missing or deceased <gasps> so like actual actors when you go on like imdb or whatever like, and, then they, and then they went in later on and they changed the imdb site to also say that so everyone just thought that the, this was real. Like, these people f- got fucked up. <laughs> oh, they thought it was, like, real footage. Yes. And m- even more. They they just, they really milk it. Like, they just, keep, they just keep going with it. The main tactic of it was, like, to cause confusion amongst the public and have people questioning if it's real or not to, like, create buzz. Mm-hmm. So some other shit that they did was pass out missing person leaflets in different towns with their names, like, the cast on it. Yeah. And they paid small local newspapers to write stories about the alleged missing people which oh is just God. like a lie like how could they do that that's not good journalism that is unethical that's journalism. what i'm saying like how were they allowed but like there was leaflets passed out there was stuff online they made their own website to really spread the rumors and the website included information about the myth of the blair witch and also talked about these missing students to try to get people to like like, people were out looking for them. Like, people legitimately <gasps> thought that this was happening. What the fuck? I know. Um, so then, like, AOL, like, chat rooms started popping up. And people were in there either being like, this shit is so fake. You know what I mean? Like, just blowing up the internet. I'm like, is this real? Like, people looking looking for them, yeah. asking questions. And Myrick and Sanchez would go into these group chats under different profiles, like, random made-up profiles, and comment back to people to stir shit up more. And provide them with, like, here's links to this, here's this stuff, and just, like, keep it going. What? I know. It seems like, is that even legal? <laughs> I don't, well, like, especially, like, newspaper the wise. newspaper thing. It's, yeah. like, no way. Do, do, maybe they gave that information to the newspapers and the, and the people writing them thought it was true. 
And that's why they wrote them. But is that allowed? Because they wouldn't be able to write them. They, if they knew that it was fake and it was just promotion, they couldn't have. I Unless they, they like did it, it, like they paid for it as like an advertisement for the movie. Yeah. And there was like an under the table kind of thing. Right. But that seems sus as fuck. Really? I was sus. like, what the fuck? This was 1999, y'all. Things were different back then, I guess. <laughs> um, but that's like kind of what they talk about in this article that I read in the New York Times, like 20 years after the fact. So that would have been. Or not 20 years, what, 10 years after or something like that. Mm-hmm. That it was like a 2019 article. And it was talking about like, you know, how that like wouldn't have really worked today. Like you can't do with how tech savvy we are and like with media literacy and all this stuff. Like people just wouldn't believe that. A random yeah. site and like all this shit. They just wouldn't. There's so many ways around that. You look on the IMDb and like it's. Yeah. It's just it wouldn't pass now. Like mm-hmm. Blair Witch came at such a perfect time because. People were, one, new to technology and the internet and also scared of what it could be. Mm. So also, like, the found footage idea was kind of a reflection of that as well. Yeah. Of, like, what technology could become and kind of, like, the horrors of it. Yeah. Um, I don't even blame them for believing that because the acting in that movie is so realistic. And, and I'll get into that. Everything <laughs> feels so real. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. I, do you want to hear some real. shit? Do yes. you want to hear some shit? Okay, yes. so let's get into the filming and production of the movie then. Basically, the entire movie was improvised. They had, like, a Whoa. script, but it was mostly, like, the lore of the story, what they wanted to happen, all the stuff. Like, the um, Myrick and Sanchez, they spent – I think they started writing it in 1994 when they, were like, were in film school together. And then uh, this didn't come out till 1999. They started mm-hmm. filming and, like – they started casting in 1997. So mm-hmm. it was, like, a really long process. So they had all the details sorted out in their mind, and it's very, like, articulated – but they didn't have, like, actual scripting. They wanted it to seem as real. The whole thing with, like, even the promotion, mm. everything was just to make it seem as real as possible. Um, God damn. So it's all improvised. And how they did it was during the hike, you know, they have – because, I mean, I guess – I don't know about with the interviews, you know, with the townspeople. They probably yeah. had a little bit of scripting with that. Mm-hmm. But they would set out – they gave the, like, people, like – a the actors a map and there was different plot points that they had to get to like an actual hike that they had to go to and at each site they had these film canisters with notes in them for each of the actors that gave them their like task for the day of like this is what you need to be acting like so that scene where she's like boogers coming out crying they just told her like film like a shot of your face from a downward angle of because they were also trained on the cameras how to use them so yeah. all the filming was from the actors it was all handheld mm-hmm. it was like just to see make it seem most realistic as possible <gasps> so none of the audio was really like tweaked that much yeah. it did take a super long time to edit all that together but it was yeah. all of them filming it oh my god i know so like her doing that shot it was just said like do that shot like and do like an apology video like to your family to everyone's family like you're gonna die thinking that you're gonna die and wow. that's what she delivered fully improvised that's incredible i know um so like yeah and they weren't allowed to tell the other actors either what their notes said each day so it was fully a lot of the reactions are like actual fear and just like 100 percent realistic reactions to stuff i've never heard a movie like that it seems unethical they weren't even there The, the the filmmakers weren't even on site I think there was some on site. There was also some, like, hidden cameras, I think I heard, of, like, so they could, like, monitor what was going on and stuff. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it was – they were trained with the cameras, and they were just given direction of, like, this is what you do That's, like, a weird little fucked up scavenger hunt. I've never heard a movie – It's kind of, like, psychologically filmed like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And it gets worse. (laughs) Oh, great. Also, their food was rationed 
in a safe, consensual, reasonable way. Like, it was told to them that that was going to happen. They agreed to it. Yeah. Um, but they did say, like, by the last day, all that was, they had left was, like, maybe, like, a fiber bar and, like, a bottle of water for, like, the whole day. <sighs> so it, when they were actually being irritable with each other, it was, like, real feelings. Like, they actually started getting hungry and irritable. So I that was bet. also a real reaction and, like, real emotion coming from them. Because these they in the in the movie they're like screaming at each other they're like pissed off oh they're pissed and a lot of that especially at her they're like they're like so pissed at her the whole time she is so, annoying she's annoying as fuck yeah but yeah they they so they just gave them basically the conditions that those characters would have been in yeah in a reasonable way but to make it as realistic as possible and it really comes across that way yeah damn I know isn't that fucked up crazy I was like reading this like is this right like is, is this allowed is that is that allowed? Hey, it was the 90s baby i know 99 yeah the movie yeah was filmed in eight days and took about eight months to edit and the last day of filming was on halloween that year which ah. is kind of fun because in, in the town when they're filming it it really was around halloween time so all that stuff is ah. real because they filmed it in the town of burkittsville yeah and the townspeople seem so realistic too like it yeah. seems like so like small town american type people yeah but the town of burkittsville was actually pissed when this movie came out because oh. of all the hype it was like they it was almost like a bad rap of like oh now we're associated with blair witch when that's not and that's even... never been a thing because i looked into it too of like if the blair witch was based on a real story or like real lore yeah um but i didn't find anything except like obviously there's many accounts of like witch burnings and like Right. You know, witch trials and stuff in Maryland, but right. nothing like specific. They That was all just from the minds of the writers. Damn. That would be kind of like bad publicity. Yeah. And so them. they were like, dude, what the fuck? Like, this isn't even but true. But cool publicity. I thought it'd be cool. I think it's like, cool. And because like they said to the like, you know, they're the only shots that you get of the actual like town is really when they're at the cemetery. Mm-hmm. And then um, the shot of like the sign like welcome to burkittsville and like this they said that the sign has been stolen like so many times because <laughs> people are just like blair witch and they like steal the fucking sign. damn wait yeah. when they're camping were they actually camping like they had to they, they were actually like camping during that trip i think they were <laughs> i'm not entirely sure i'm sure the crew like came out and had like food and like different right. accommodations for them and stuff yeah you know but or like maybe they just had like a trailer or something but it was only eight days like they wow. did it in eight days they were had the cameras and they were filming it it but was they like were mostly real. outside, like, the whole time. Yeah, it was and, – and their food was rationed. Like, it was, like, super realistic. Like, they were put in those conditions. But yeah, that's, like, the biggest – so, like, the publicity around it was, like, the biggest thing, too. And then, like, you dig in deeper and you're, like, oh, damn. Like, they really went in on this. Like, we want this to be real as fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. And it worked. Like, people really thought it was real. And then you're watching the movie and you're, like, it looks real, too. Think about 1999. And you're watching this. You're, like, that has to be real footage. Like, it looks you wouldn't super know different. Yeah. Yeah. So she, like, found footage not being, like, super big yet. And they did it really well. Like, mm-hmm. even watching it today, like, it's not scary per se, but it's creepy. And it seems oh, real. It's creepy. It looks yeah. real. Um, so this is crazy. The budget for the movie was $60,000. Hmm. Damn, I thought it was $600,000. $60,000. That's it. That's, wow. like, what they had. They were, like, amateur – not, like, amateur filmmakers. But this is, like, their first feature film. They were, like – out of film school doing their thing hmm. and it grossed 246.8 million at the global box office damn so it was like at that time it was the record for indie movies of like how much it could mm-hmm. gross in the box office um but yeah that's most of what i got on the blair witch honestly that was like quick but it's great it was good stuff and now it's one of you look up like online like Oh, what are the top like horror movies of all time? Or, like ones to watch, and this is always on the list. And classic, yeah, we it's watched classic. it last night. Like it's not. I remember watching it in high school too, and being like, 
guys, what the fuck? This was not scary at all. Like, why did we watch this? But you, it's more just the vibes of it, and you well, have to it's appreciate. Psychological. It's psychological, yeah. and you do have to appreciate like what this did for an entire genre because Cannibal Holocaust uh-huh. was the first, but this one really like popularized it because Which, yeah of what they did with the publicity and all of that, and like really taking it to the extreme. And then found footage blew up in the two thousands and two thousand tens. As I'm gonna talk about. Oh my god! Then let's fucking get into it. Oh, wait, I do have some more stuff about Blair Witch. I have oh. two more things. The other thing is, so I guess, yeah, the legacy of it, it is lived on. They did try to make a sequel and a third one, but they were both that. flops because the original ri- writers, Myrick and Sanchez, weren't part of it at all. They yeah. just, like, tried to, like, profit off of that, but you just fucking can't. You can't, if without their dedication of the publicity and writing and all of that, you can't fucking do it. And I'm glad. I wanted to just, we just, we just don't think about those and yeah. we just have... The Blair Witch Project. No one talks. People about always want to do that. They always want to make money off of something that was super successful and continue it, and almost always it fails. Yeah. So unless you have the original people who did it. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's mine. So riveting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Riveting. I really put my put my heart and soul into this. That research. was great. Thank you. Okay. Yay, I'm ready to... I'm so excited to hear about all the background of this. Oh, yeah, girl. Okay, so my movie of choice is, of course, Paranormal Activity. Guys, we've been in the fucking Paranormal Activity We got into universe. the universe. Like, we were in it for like a whole week. We were like, let's watch all the movies. Yeah. Like, we were like in it. And it was a phenomenon. It was. It was. At the time. I remember it. And I'll I get did into too. That. I was... Well, how old... What year was it? So, it... It originally was given, like, um, film festival screenings in 2007, but it, like, came open to all the public in 2009. Okay, because remember, we were confused about the year it came out, because it says 2009 on the thing when you're looking on, like, Amazon, but then when I looked it it up, it said 2007. Yeah, so so technically 2007, but it became, you know, open to the public. I was, like, seven or eight, depending on what month. So, yes. um, Came out in 2009, officially, and it was directed and written by Oren Pelly. Okay. And it follows a... <laughs> okay, word. Oren Pelly. It's kind of a fun name. It is. Uh, it follows a young couple, Katie Featherson and Micah... Mika. Ugh. She says Mika. Wait, weird. Fucking cunt. Mika Sloat. <laughs> and let sorry. me look this up real quick, but I'm, so I'm pretty sure he they're the dickhead. same um, actors. The names? The same yeah. names. I remember that when we were on Amazon, we paused Yeah. It. It's the same names. Yeah. Um, so... Same Similar as Blair Witch. And they're also, like, people who look like normal people. Yes. Like, they, they don't look like actors in, like, movies. Right. That's the thing with newer found footage movies. They use, like, act, real actors, and they it's just not believable because... It's not the same. They just look like actors. Yeah, you know what these I mean? people like, look like real, real people, people, and they act like real people. Yeah. So... Really great acting in these, honestly. Amazing what acting. Amazing acting. Slip. Okay, Katie Featherson and Mika Sloat, who are haunted by a supernatural presence in their suburban little California home. So the film was shot for only fifteen thousand dollars. What? Fifteen. I thought my sixty thousand was low. I know. You were like, hmm, wait, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Fifteen thousand, and that was in two thousand nine. Yeah, or two thousand seven. Um, and it earned a total of one hundred ninety-four million worldwide. Wow. So not as much as yours, but no, still quite a lot. It's 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 difficult to like equate that though because you could stream it pretty soon after like streaming was kind of a thing with Netflix, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. where it was different you it still was to different. pay for it but i don't know how that goes with like box office numbers where this the only way that you could watch it is to see it in the film, right you know yeah 
that's a good point i don't know how that really works but i feel we're like that, young. that we're shows Gen Z guys, I'm sorry. We, that shows like how effective scary movies can be and they can still be made with like a really small budget and a really simplified filmmaking well and that's why i found footage was like it blew up because people were like oh i could do this exactly like, it really is like you don't need a big budget you just need a camera no. and good good ish like audio yeah and with paranormal activity you know the camera remains mostly stationary in that mm-hmm. movie because it's just in their room yeah so and it's just in one home basically just two people you need to pay like the actors you need to find a house like get a homie's house get yeah. a camera yeah. Set. And, <laughs> like, and, what? and that's some fucking dude to edit it like, exactly it. so yes as you as you mentioned found footage obviously was around before blair witch mm-hmm. um and it, it was very popularized with blair witch but i think paranormal activity made it more like a mainstream thing it like yeah blew up well it was like kind of like the first um i don't know if it's like the first like after blair witch but it was like the first after blair witch to really become super became successful huge, yeah, yeah for sure and people would like flock to the theaters because they would come out on halloween like around halloween time so it was a big um thing for people to go to the theaters um and there are seven films in total that create a very complicated like universe that jumps between timelines and different people and apparently there's an eighth one on the way it was said it was supposed to come in 2023, but it's October, so I'm like, where the fuck? Yeah, where is I'm that? I've seen any ads for but that. But there's supposed to be an eighth one. What? That ends it. I think that ends the whole thing. Jesus Christ! I thought there were only three. There's seven, no, there's seven. Seven. Yeah. Again, like yours, there was no strict script. A lot of it was improvised, improvised to feel authentic and realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, the jump scares are very simple and mundane. Like you don't, you never really see the ghost. You see little creepy things happening, you know, shadows, stuff yeah, moving. Thing, things moving, but mm-hmm. nothing jumps out and really scares you. But it's, but the, it still scares you. It's still like, Aah. it's just like the vibe of it. Like you feel like you're in that. You really are like immersive. Like what the fuck would I do in this situation? Exactly. <laughs> but I love that. Like you don't really need a whole lot. Like the, sometimes these big budget horror movies are really not as scary They're as something doing as too simple as much. this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, like, I was thinking with Blair Witch, I was like, sometimes it sucks when, like, you have this picture of, like, what the monster, whatever it is, looks like in your head, and then they show it, and you're like, oh, that's yeah, not that scary. true. But when you're, like, it's all in your imagination, like, that makes it scarier because you can just kind of go as yes. far as it takes you or, like, right. incorporate your own fears into that, like, how they look and stuff. Yeah. So if they don't show it, it's almost, like, more scary and you're thinking about it for yeah. longer after. Because it puts it, gives the agency to the viewer in a way. Yes. Um, Like yours, the marketing of the movie was pretty crazy. Not as crazy as that. But yeah, that was some fuck shit. It, it took advantage of, like, the burgeoning social media at the time to mm. promote it. So it, when it was originally released in 2007, people could request where they wanted it to be showed um, on this, like, site called Eventful. So it kind of, like, let the audience request their, like, local theaters, which is something okay. that had never been done before. And then also a lot of the, like, f- marketing for the movie didn't show a lot of details or footage about the movie. Instead, it would show the reactions of people watching it in I theaters. Remember remember that? That? I remember that. I remember that. Like, people would like, ads, ah! and you're like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, pe- it, like, showed the, like, weird, like, night camera of like in the exactly. theaters people like, oh, like that throwing their popcorn camera, around yeah, yeah. and you're that like night camera is fuck? so paranormal activity no it is yeah and it really like drove up interest in the film because it was like people were like what's so scary about this like what could be yeah. freaking out these people it's like that, that same thing of like leaving out the information and that makes people more intrigued yes guys simpler is better is what yes. we're fucking saying exactly Get so with the program. obviously oren pelly and his crew were taking oren pelly <laughs> 
We're taking and they were taking uh, inspiration from Blair Witch for sure. I can definitely. That's see that. funny how it, like you can really like when when we're it's funny when we're doing stuff that like goes along like we a lot of the times can like draw a line from like one point and like yeah. through the next. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so let's get into the plot of the first one. I'm just gonna go over this Today. really quickly. Yeah. So this bitch named Katie. She she <laughs> she's not a bitch. She's she's she fine. slays actually. She, she's actually yeah. I love her. She's cool. Um, she claims she and her sister have been haunted by a ghost since they were children, but she doesn't mention this to her boyfriend Mika until they move in together. Okay, that was weird. Which and is that's weird. not really like you don't really find that out until you watch the second one too, and you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, he had no. Clue. He had no idea. He was a dickhead. He was a chill. I fucking hate him. Yeah, he sucks. Um, but anyway, but also like I I don't blame her totally because it's been like back and like it. A, a, the demon occurs like periodically throughout her life like and, some moments it's gone some moments it comes back and she thinks that like when she's thinking about it a lot is when it shows up so yes. she doesn't want to talk about it she doesn't want to think about right. it right she feeds tries off to just fear. ignore it yeah yeah, yeah. anyway mika <laughs> is skeptical also someone named mika come on come on that's an, what did peter say unmoanable name <laughs> mika mika yeah you're back right. with some other <laughs> names on the list we will not mention <laughs> Uh, um, Mika is skeptical, but he sets up a camera while they sleep to catch anything because he's more into, like, the drama of the whole thing. Yeah. And doesn't really take it seriously, but he's, like, he's into this camera. He's, like, let's set it up. Like, dude, this GoPro is lit. Yeah, let's put this in our room. That's, like, such a 2009 thing to do, though. Like, I got a GoPro and I was, like, oh, oh, bitch. Like, any kind of camera. I had a camcorder. I was, like, oh, I'm filming everything. That's exactly what it was. And my family was, like, shut the fuck up. Turn it off. Okay, so anyway, the haunting starts. Never trust a man with a camera. Okay, sorry. Agree. That's the moral. Um, the hauntings. <laughs> oh, the hauntings. <laughs> uh, That's okay. Uh, we can break character at some point. The haunting starts off with minor sounds, doors moving, you know, little things like that. <laughs> oh my I god! My damn mind. <laughs> Me too. We've been here all day. We um, really have. We've been here since like ten o'clock yeah. this morning. It's almost uh, one, and we have another podcast to record. Yes. Anyway, okay. um, but it starts to escalate into loud bangs, violent door slamming. Mm-hmm. Katie starts sleepwalking and doing creepy little things in her sleep, like she starts just like staring, standing, there, standing yeah. and staring at Mika for like hours while mm-hmm. he sleeps. So it escalates. Um, they get this psychic named Doctor Fredericks to come in. And oh my god, he, he was so funny. He was... <laughs> continue. <laughs> yes, he comes in and he's like, "You're being haunted by a demon." who feeds off fear. Basically, the more attention you give it, the more it torments you. Um, and he says, like, not to engage with it unless you have a demonologist. And he gives them the name of this demonologist. But fool Mika is like, whatever, uh, like, he wants to taunt it. I was like, call the demonologist, No, seriously. Bitch. So he continues to film. He taunts it. He uses a Ouija board at one point. Right, like, which lights, lights on fire. On fire. <laughs> so that's a fucking sign. Anyway, finally, when it gets bad enough that they're like, okay, we need to get this fucking demonologist in here, he's out of the country. <laughs> he's like, fuck those guys. I'm going. I'm out. So they call back Dr. Fredericks, and he comes in, and he's like, oh. Oh, he was like, I gotta go. <laughs> so funny. He's like, I cannot fucking be here. He's like, oh, he, he's I like, gotta go. flip the bird to you guys. I'm out. Like, he was like, you're screwed. He barely walks in the door, and he's like, oh, oh, you guys are fucking. I gotta go. <laughs> it's like so funny. He's like, oh. Okay, bye. And they're like, they're, they're just standing there like, what the fuck? Because he's like, the demon does not like me being here. Because this being the de- demon the is demon pissed is off. Strong. And he's like, oh, I gotta go. You guys gotta get a demonologist in this bitch immediately. Listen to But they people. can't. And so one night, the demon, it just gets worse and worse. The demon <laughs> drags Miss Katie down the hall. <laughs> down the hall. 
drags, drags Miss Katie, leaves a gnarly bite mark on her neck. Dude, the bite marks look oh uh-huh. they look bad like imagine uh-huh. that i know and that's when mika finally takes this seriously and he's like let's fucking leave like yeah, let's get out of here that's the thing about this though is that it's not a haunted house it's a demon that just follows katie so they can't even leaving that fucking sucks doesn't change that fucking sucks exactly but now katie's acting a little differently and she oh wants God, to she... stay she's in her bed and she's like no let's stay I like this place. I know. When she goes outside and she's just sitting like on the porch (gasps) late at night. It's so creepy. Yes, there are other details I'm leaving out. Yeah, of course, of course. But all all spooky shit. All spooky spooky. Um, And then finally, on night 21, Katie gets out of bed, leers over Mika while he sleeps, and then walks downstairs and starts screaming bloody murder. Remember that like blood curdling scream? That was scary. That was actually scary. Mika comes, Mika. Mika comes <laughs> running out. Who gives a fuck how his name is pronounced? I don't care You're right. about this man. You're right. Like a slur. He doesn't deserve our respect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Right. He starts running downstairs, and then you hear him start screaming, and you hear some loud thumps, and then some creepy slow footsteps up the stairs, mm-hmm. and then my boy Mika is launched into the camera. <laughs> oh, yeah. His ass is thrown at the camera. The demon like, loves damn. to do this. The Mika loves... <laughs> The demon loves to launch people. Yeah. Basically, she launches his dead body into the camera, revealing Katie. She's covered in blood. And obviously, the demon is in her. And it's kind of, like, goofy, but, like, it's, silly. it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you left out the part about them finding the photo of her in the attic, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. So, that's how we you find out, like, oh, this shit is, She's like, the one being to targeted. Her. And, like, on their photos on the wall, like... The demon like cracks part of yes. the photo, and it's just Mika's picture, and she's like fully intact. And he's right. like, "What the? F-? He's like, what? Why does he do that to me? Yeah, why well, like, I cracked? Like literally, because you're fucking with it. Yeah, you're the one shit fucking out. with and it. Guess who dies in the end? You, Mika. <laughs> but yes, that is how she was targeted. Is like her per pic- They find her picture in the attic, and it's been burned. And it's mm-hmm. like that's how you know she's like. Which I'll get into that later with the second one, and with the first, with the third one, because yeah. the yeah, the, house, yeah. the yeah. lore of the when they were oh kids. the lore oh is my God. deep. The, I love the lore some is more. complicated and deep. Yeah, I love that. So the epilogue text says that Mika's body was discovered by police, and Katie is missing in action. <laughs> Mia, Mia, I want to All right, yes, let's get into the sequels now. I'm again not going to get super detailed because you guys got to check this out for yourself. But the lore Watch. is deep. Yeah, here the lore it, runs deep. It, it runs super deep. So, Paranormal Activity, <laughs> Paranormal Activity Two came out in 2010 and was also very successful and well done. Good fucking well sequel. Done. I almost like it better than the first one. I do too. More spooks. Yeah, I agree. It was scary. Yeah. Anyway, so it's actually a prequel to the first one, taking place just a few months before Katie's haunting, mm-hmm. and it follows Katie's sister Christy, who has just given birth to her son Hunter. And just I like I hate that name. I'm sorry. I know. Hunter? It's so 2000s. What the fuck? I knew a girl named Hunter. I knew a girl named Hunter. Mm-hmm. It's bad for both genders. It's I'm terrible for both. Horrible there name. are certain 2000s names that are like, okay. Um, supernatural occurrences similar to the ones in the first movie start to plague Christie's home. I love the word plague. I'm so sorry. I keep I interrupting you. I plague. keep saying plague. I'm like, it's plaguing me. <laughs> like, I love saying that. That's been my new thing. Anyways. I agree. Um, plagued their home, and the demon is particularly interested in the little baby boy Hunter. Mm. So things worsen and worse, worsen until one night Christy is dragged into the basement. I'm skipping over a lot of details. Yeah, there's lots of creepy, spooky shit. Lots of creepy stuff leads up. Yes, creepier than the first one. 
and Christy more eventful than the first one as well for sure for mm-hmm. sure um they uh, the ghost fucking drags christine to the basement and she comes back and she's possessed she's fucked up and, and what's scarier too because you get the perspective of the teenage girl she's the one like filming a lot of it mm-hmm. and this is her stepmom mm-hmm. and it's fucking creepy because she is. is alone in the house with her yeah with the baby one day yeah and, like oh that shit is so and scary it's so scary yeah. when she like looks back at the footage like because again oh it's the same idea where shit starts happening they set up a camera mm-hmm. in the house and well at first they think it's a burglary thing because yeah, that's why they set up the cameras yeah yeah they think they're one night they come home and their house is all fucked ransacked up, but only robbed a, <laughs> robbed but only a few things are missing which happen to be the tapes from their childhood mm. and what was the other thing it was like her jewel like a a necklace. It was like, yeah, one I think thing. It was or like something her sister gave her. Exactly. Because the demons need that to like as fuel, like yes. to latch onto that person right. object. I think I mentioned this, but the demon has been fucking with these two sisters since they were kids, but off yes. and on, you know. So they, they sort of like expect it. They sort of know what's going they're on. They're not just like completely in the dark. Yeah, they're not completely in the dark. They call up Miss Martine, who is Oh my there. god, <laughs> I forget about Martine. Yeah. They're like, uh, what, like cleaning uh, lady or something? Nanny, or yeah. nanny? They're like Nanny, um, oh, who's uber religious, and she like notices she shit was... right away, and she starts saging the place, mm-hmm. and then the dad is like, I don't want you saging the place, Why bitch. Why is he so fired. mad? You're fired. Anyway, they, so they had fired Martine earlier, because yeah. they are like, bitch, you're crazy. But then they were like, Martine, we need your help. Mm-hmm, so, we mm-hmm. know some shit's going on. Yep. And Martine basically suggests that they perform this ritual to pass the curse on to Christy's only blood relative, which is Katie. Mm-hmm. Because basically, Christy is trying to kill... Now that she's in this possessed state, she's trying to fuck with her son. Yeah. She wants to kill him or do and something. she has a family and Katie doesn't. So they're like, fuck, yeah. well, who's more at And risk she has here? no other blood relatives. Yeah. And they're like, well, so it they, has to. But, they but have to. Christy doesn't know about this. It's, this, it's the, her husband and Martine. And yes. And the daughter, right? She and knows, the daughter. Yeah, yeah, because the daughter's, like, doing all this research. She's like, oh, my God. She's sleuthing. She's slaying. She knows all this, yeah. Yeah. She's researching. So they burn the old photo of Katie from when she was a kid to pass it along to her. That's, like, how they pass it along. So things start to go back to normal in their household, and that's exactly when shit starts going down for Miss Katie. Boom. So then at the end of the first movie, after killing Mika, Katie rolls up and launches christy kills her kills christy's husband and i think the daughter's like on a trip or something and snatches up hunter yep so that okay yeah because that then would lead because then the third one is the another prequel but that would set it up to do other movies that are following that so does the fourth one follow that i think so okay okay. i don't get i don't really get it beyond the third one but yeah they're all interconnected and they jump timelines which i think is really cool because it's like they planned this out so well. They intended to make multiple movies. It's like Star Wars. Where it's like a pieces of a puzzle being yeah. connected, which yeah. I love that. Because they start, they don't even start at the beginning. They start in the middle. It's literally Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My God. My God. My God. <laughs> um, okay, now let's get into Paranormal Activity 3, which I actually have not seen. But I'm going to spoil it anyway. I haven't seen it in years, so let's, let's kick it. Let's kick it. So that 
came out in 2011. So like, this takes place in 1988 when Katie and Christy were little kids and they start to be haunted by this presence. So this is chronologically the first in the franchise, the first movie to take place. Oh, so the a, origin story. I have a question then. Was yes. this film, does it look different? Like 1980s? Yeah, oh my definitely. God. Definitely. Because That's I'll cool. tell you, so remember th- that, this is then. the lore. They live with their mother, Jubilee, and her boyfriend, Dennis. And Dennis is a videographer. Mm-hmm. And he sets up cameras to see what's going on, like old 80s cameras. Because Christy has this imaginary friend named Toby. I do remember this. Toby. I do fucking remember this. Toby is yes. our guy. Yeah. Toby is our guy. <laughs> so that's when paranormal oh things God, yes. start happening, mainly with Christy. Okay. So then Julie's mother, Lois, so the girl's grandma, mm-hmm. once that's Julie. That's grandma named Lois. Seriously. I'm really stuck on these names. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> wants Julie to have more kids, especially a son. She's always like. You've always wanted a son, Julie. Like, why don't you have a son? But Julie's she like... She can't fucking plan that. What do you mean? Seriously. What? But Julie doesn't want to. She's like, I'm happy with my two gals. I don't need I'm not going to try to push out another. Seriously. Because then what if it's a girl? You know? Yeah. Another girl. That's usually how it goes. But it's weird. Is that, is that like... Is this like a weird occult thing? Like with the yes. boy? Hereditary. It's, it's very Paganism. much like hereditary. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. that. So one night, Dennis finds a strange symbol in the girl's closet. And he mm-hmm. consults a demonology book and finds that it belongs to a witch's coven that brainwashes girls of childbearing age into having sons and basically giving them up to a dark entity. And then it wipes their memory of it. Oh. Remind you of someone? Christy. My in the God. Second one. Because she doesn't remember son? anything. She doesn't remember anything after. Oh my god, wait, this lore After they is move so it on to good. Katie. I love witchy The lore shit. is so good. That's why I love Rosemary's Baby, because I love I know. the occult, witchy, I love demon that stuff. shit. I Same. fucking love it. I eat it up. I eat it up, too. By the spoonful. You're gonna love this. It gets Ugh, even crazier. let's fucking go. So, he's like, what the fuck is this doing in my daughter's closet? My yeah. stepdaughter's. Also, where'd he get the fucking demonology book? Like, he just buys it on eBay? I think so. Oh, wait, it's 1983. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. I was like, I was thinking 2011. I was like, wait, this is yeah. Not he, it. he gets it from somewhere. He's Some doing the research. Lad. Okay. He's like the girl in the second one, like doing the. There's always the one research. guy that has to be doing the research. Mm-hmm. So, this is why the de- in the second movie, this is why the demon wanted Hunter so bad because he was the first son to be born in the Heatherson line in like mm-hmm. since like the 30s. They had all been girls, so they Damn. were waiting for a son to be born. Very hereditary. Yeah. So it turns out that Lois, Julie's mother and the girl's grandmother, is one of these witches. Ah, uh, it's always and, the and grandma. It's, it's probably, um, I think I, the lore even goes deeper where it's like her mom, like their great-great-grandma, their great-grandma was yeah. the one who started the coven in the 30s. Oh my god! Uh-huh. I love this shit. So it's like... So wait, what's the, what's the like point of the son? Like even in Hereditary, that's like kind of confusing. Is that like in pagan mythology is that like they're more powerful so they get like a life force from that or like what assume. is it because like, i would assume there's, well, there's always the this like firstborn son trope of that being like yeah. your most important just but what would sexism. the witches do with it like the demon takes it for what well so okay basically okay. the coven like, i need more info. yes i know i know i want to watch the movie because i'm I like know. i want to understand uh, guys, we're the lore back more. in the lore of this. <laughs> we're back <laughs> at it again paranormal activity um so I think the coven, they make deals with demons mm-hmm. for wealth and power okay, in exchange yes. for the souls of the of first Firstborn sons. sons. Okay, yes, yes. yes. And so, that's kind of the same thing with right. hereditary. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it's like Lois has a lot of wealth and power because, or she she made a deal with a demon that mm-hmm. she would have that. They kill Julie and Dennis. 
They kill. She kills her own oh, daughter. That's why she. Oh, what the fuck. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the thought came to me as you were saying that. But that's why they wanted, she wants her to have a son because she's like, let's get it going. Like, exactly. I, need, I need to pay off my debts to these demons. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. That's why and the demon is like, I'm coming for Hunter. Bitch. He's like, come on, bitch. Yeah. And she's like, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Actually, okay, I don't know for sure. It actually probably was the demon that killed Julie and Dennis, not Lois. But, you know, Lois she's is. She's possessed by the demon? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Like, how she's Katie behind and... the charge. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think so. So when the girls are grown up, their memories are really hazy of this period like it's kind of it's probably wiped clean yeah is the is the thought where like they went through all this and because of the whole curse or whatever it was just kind of wiped clean and they don't they they might not like i was looking into the lore and it was like they might not have even known that they don't even remember their mom dying mm. they don't remember if they ever had a mom They're or like if they really were, it's just it. really confusing and that, and they talk about that in the previous two movies they like talk about it and they're like but they, they always say like remember to not give it attention because mm-hmm. it feeds off that so they, they remember they know, it sort of yeah yeah, yeah. So i was gonna say like they know about this like haunting or some weird shit going on or right. like, them and their family yeah but they don't have all the details of like what is happening yeah so they're it's still they, yeah they're it's hazy yeah so anyway basically t- the demon toby 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 he's boy. a he's a witch conjured curse that started with mm-hmm. lois or even lois's mom and has been passed down through the bloodline oh that's the main lore and it I continues i know such a great plot line. it continues to get like more convoluted and confusing mm-hmm. as the movies go on so they should have stopped at the third they should have i like, know it, it just gets to be too but much then they, i think they left a cliffhanger at the end of the third and so they're like look well, yeah keep we going. have to yeah um I get it. so they get increasingly worse but yeah. But I love that lore. I just love so esoteric cool. witchy shit. I know. It's so fascinating. Which is going to be our next episode. We talked talk about some real life witchy shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that, ugh, I love that. I know, right? It's even more expansive than I could have imagined. Isn't it? I was, my mind was blown. <laughs> well, I love that. Fuck, Mary Kill? I was going to ask if you ever, we've talked about this before, but not on the pod, I don't think. If oh. you've ever known about someone getting haunted or just like weird shit, have you experienced anything weird like that? Because both of these deal with like witchy haunting type stuff yeah have you ever experienced i'm trying that? like your real found footage definitely not in my personal life mm-hmm. i did have a series of okay well no that's definitely not paranormal i had a series of weird fucking like dreams with a skeleton that would mount oh, yeah, me yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay can of worms. <laughs> i'm pretty sure that was just me having sleep paralysis as yeah. a child but anyway <laughs> orderly mounting i would get straddled by a skeleton <laughs> Guys, it was actually terrifying. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no. <laughs> anyway, not that I can think of, but I know you do. I do. I haven't had any hauntings. I As a kid, I was so fucked up as a kid, guys. I was so fucked up. I wanted to be haunted so bad. I read... I was literally obsessed with, like, weird... I read these, like, books about, like, Loch Ness Monsters and, like, weird urban legend shit. And then I also read these, like... They were, like, kids' books, but they were all, like... There, there was one about these twin sisters and they were vampires. Or no, one was a vampire. I read all this weird shit. Like, I read mm-hmm. really weird shit as a kid. Like, I yeah. popped out the womb weird. You so, watched that one show, The Haunting, right? Or whatever uh-huh, that was. I've watched yeah, I all watched the paranormal too. shit on yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. I just loved weird fucking shit like that as a kid. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Scary stories to tell when in the dark. When I was at Costco, I found, I found like a um, compendium of scary stories to tell in the dark books. I and I was swear like, I still have mine. Like, I think them? my dad has them. Somewhere Super in the basement. Rad. I, yeah. So yeah. I loved all the scary stuff. I mean, my parents, my dad especially loved horror movies and like wanted to make horror movies. Mm-hmm. So we'd always like film creepy little things. Or, like we'd go on camping trips like near graveyards and we'd do funny little films and like Aww. you know like we we just love that shit so i always like wanted something real to happen to me yeah but nothing ever did but okay this is like kind of like personal but i will also tell it my 
my older brother passed away six years ago mm-hmm. and my younger brother is six years old so around the time he only knew my brother when he was like an infant like just born he had like i mean maybe five or six months of like knowing him yeah but he talks about him like he knows him like my brother and there was one time this is soren mm -hmm, okay there was one time that he was doing something or like had something and he was talking and my dad was like oh like where'd you get this like who are you talking to and he was like well i i got it from riley like i was talking to riley like, and said, like, he was probably two or three, like, right as he was able to start talking, would, like, talk about him, like, he saw him and, like... That's so crazy. I know. It's, like... <gasps> and in a way, it's, it's like, like, touching then because it's, like, it really makes you think about what happens, like, after death. Do you no, know what I mean? No, no like, exactly. Now I'm, like, wait, what the fuck? Like, because he can't... I mean, unless it is just, like, the imagination of the child and, like, he's seen pictures of him and he's, like, right. you know, this is a child's mind, but it's, like, why... That just doesn't seem... Why There's would something, you that? Like, I just have a weird, like, I always believe in kind of... I have, I'm not, I don't know, I believe in, like, spiritualism and, like, kind of occult-type stuff generally, so my brain always just goes more to that side of, like, there has to be something else there. Like, you can't prove that with science or, like, any type of psychology or something. Exactly. Like, that, I There's take that kind as, like, of spiritual mm-hmm. aspect. There's something to it. That is so crazy. And my stepbrother, when he was younger, my stepmom told me this story, like, years ago, when I still spoke to her. <laughs> All my family trauma <laughs> When I still spoke to that bitch. No, she. Um. Oh my god. If my dad listens to this, whatever. Um. I she, can cut out whatever. No, I don't care. Um. But she told the story of when they moved into this one house. He started. There was one night she woke up and all the the cabinets were open. Like weird uh, shit. Like that's paranormal like paranormal shit. Yeah. Like cabinets open. Weird lights flickering. Shit like that. Like just normal paranormal stuff. And there was one time where my stepbrother woke up in the middle of the night and was walking around the house. And my stepmom, like, saw, like, but she was like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, like, I don't remember the, the name he used, but he's like, oh, Phil was just, like, showing me around. And she's like, what are you fucking was talking about? Was he a about? kid? Mm-hmm. He was, like, With kids? six or seven. Mm. It's kids. They it's fucking scary. Know. It's like they're almost at this age where it's, like, they're in between. They have this other, like, mediumship where, like, once you get to a certain age, yeah. you don't have that clairvoyance anymore. Like, exactly. I literally believe that. I agree, kids. but also because they're not, like, troubled by... It, they're still young enough they're impressionable that they're you know, they're impressionable mm-hmm. yeah and they're not gonna immediately be like oh that's unreasonable like that's not they, they're yeah they don't have that rational mind. yeah yeah um so they can like i think spirits can really imprint on them and really reach them in a way like poltergeist right. they can reach them in a way exactly yeah go see our other episode about uh 80s horror films where we talk about poltergeist Check that out. anyways he she looks into like the history of the house and apparently a guy named phil had died there several like the oh. like old guy just like died from like you know natural causes in that house but died in the house oh my god and nothing like scary or bad like nothing horrible happened to them but like this guy was in like his spirit was still in that house and was like communicating with my stepbrother did he ever have any like things after that with phil they moved pretty recently like after okay. that like they were only in there for like a little bit like it was just kind of like an in-between place to like live before they moved somewhere else so yeah. wow i know but those are the only things i like think of in my actual family <gasps> guys fuck mary kill Oh, right. I probably, totally forgot. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> okay, we got Blair Witch Project, Paranormal mm-hmm. Activity, and Creep, which if you guys haven't seen Creep, Creep is actually really That good. is one of the most psychologically disturbing movies I think I've ever seen. It's so good. It's also it's found really footage. Good. It's different it than actually, Paranormal Activity and Blair Witch. After watching that one, I got really creeped out too. Yeah, same. This one is definitely more like it's like psychological, it's psychologically, like shit. Yeah, like creepy, yeah. serial like nothing killer. paranormal. Not paranormal, so it's different in that way, but totally recommend. It's a great movie. And the second mm-hmm. one is also good, so those are my three options. Um, I already know. I'm going to marry Blair Witch because it's so iconic. I'm going to fuck Paranormal Activity because that storyline is so fucking good. So like, good. I love that. It just has, like, fun. And when I say Everyone's fuck, deep. obviously, you guys know by now that it's, like, the energy of it. It's, like, usually I'm going to fuck something that's fun. 
yes. whatever, but I'm going to marry something dependable. It's not inherently sexual. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're not like, like, these movies are not libidinous not in any way. We're not fantasizing okay? about yeah. fucking ghosts. <laughs> if that's Except what you're Emma thinking. with the cyber chase ghost. Oh, well, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> you think I got a bone? What'd she say? You think I'm going to jack off to the cyber chase ghost? <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, she okay. was acting like it. Um, and then yeah, then I'd have to kill Creep, but only because I ju- it's a great movie though. Like it's great. It's great. And I'm glad we brought it up in the fucking Mary Kill because it is. It's I so good. It. I recommend. I think I'd have to agree with you. Creep is also just really disturbing and like makes me like tingle. Yeah. So like I don't like, think I'd want to like fuck no. or marry that, but Mm-mm-mm. it's still amazing. It's I just mean, like <laughs> unless we're looking at it the way of like what's the creepiest, and in that case, that that one Loki is like it's in a that different one is the way. Creepiest. It's just it's just different from Blair Witch and Paranormal Activity. Like, exactly. You can like draw a line from those but to creep it's like oh it's found footage but it's like takes it to another realm yeah it's creep, crazy. i think out of these three creep is definitely the most disturbing oh my god yeah, yeah. out of all because it's real real life shit real life shit it's not saying ghosts aren't real life shit and witches aren't real life shit but just stuff that you could experience it's on like a normal humans basis being the monsters yeah thanks for listening guys we hope you enjoyed this and now just fucking go off and watch some found- i'm like into the found footage shit now like, oh my god it's me so too. dope yeah me too new found love for found footage Word. so check those out yeah and we'll see you next week for another spooky little episode yes thanks, thanks for, for bearing with us patient. as well yeah. yeah we love you guys love you bye bye, bye.